Hello everyone, welcome back to the Talent Managers podcast. Thank you so much for all the lovely messages and support from our first episode. I know, I'm quite surprised, like, I knew people were going to listen to us. Yeah. I don't mean it in that way, I just meant like, (laughs) when we announced it, a lot of people said they were going to listen to it, and then when it actually went up, people were actually listening to it. Yeah, I think because, so we're recording this on Friday, we posted the first episode on Monday, so we're not even at a week yet, and I'm kind of a bit like blown away by the amount of people that have listened yeah also thank you to everyone who's been writing the pod oh yeah if you are listening to this right now on apple music spotify or however you're listening to this stop what you're doing and rate our podcast go and give it five stars leave a little review if you fancy but it really helps us out and we're so grateful for seeing all of you have already listened and rated us so thank you for that Thank you. Yeah, so we are going to start recording video to go with these episodes. We're just getting the hang of the audio first. And then I think our first recorded video will probably be when we are with some influencers that we have planned to get in. Yeah, in a few episodes time. Some of these exciting guests we've been hyping up. (laughs) What have you been up to this week, Amy? It was your birthday. I know, I turned the big 2-4. Big 24. Almost at my quarter life crisis. <laughs> so on Sunday night, we went out for a lovely little dinner um, at Gusto mm. in Edinburgh, which was lovely. Um, and then we went to Bolly Bollerson in Edinburgh. I really would recommend there if you are a student. I feel <laughs> like students, that is a vibe. Students would love to go in a ball pit. <laughs> like, I can't imagine like a 50-year-old woman trying to... Oh, to be fair, my mum probably would go in the ball pit, but... <laughs> You know, like, yeah, it's a very, brings you back to your childhood. But what almost. I would say is the amount of people that were searching for their belongings in that ball pit, make sure that your bag is closed, that your belongings are <laughs> safe, because people were, like, searching for phones. I lost a Crocs gibbet. Stop, did you? Yeah, my little rainbow fell off in the ball pit, because <laughs> as I was in there, my Crocs were just on my feet. And then I was like, I need to put them in sport mode, because they're falling off. <laughs> So I took them off to flip them around and put them in sport mode. And then when I got out and got home, I was like, I'm missing one. <laughs> so it's somewhere there. But apparently they clean out the ball pit like every night. Oh, I would have thought so. I would have hoped. Yeah, because so many people lose so much stuff in there. Yeah. So you have to wait until the like there's, it's been 24 hours when you send them a request to try right. and like, get your belongings back. Oh, no. So today we're going to be speaking about dilemmas so we've had you guys (laughs) send in um some dilemmas for us to answer um we've got mostly kind of social media dilemmas to be honest to do with influencing and then we do have one more kind of personal problem but it does seem that you all want to hear about help with social media yeah well we are the talent managers so that's expected but to be fair like we did get way more emails sent through than we initially thought so we've just tried to pick ones that we sort of thought fit with the theme and we've obviously ran with social media so yeah they're all somewhat to do with social media some about influencing yourself some are about like trying to get into talent management others about money and payment then also about like friends on social media so yeah they got a good mix coming up and if you're listening to this and want to send in your own dilemma or send in some stuff for us to discuss on the pod then make sure you're following talent managers podcast on instagram because we put up stories and um ways for you to send in and email us your info so 
yeah, check that out. Okay, I have the emails in front of me, so I'm just going to read them as people have sent them in. The first one uh, is about wanting to be an influencer, so... Hi guys, I'm really wanting to be an influencer slash get into posting on social media as a job, but I'm quite scared to post my life online. Kind of about safety, but more about comments from other people, etc. Yeah, so I think if you want to be an influencer, the way that people really do connect with you is by you sharing your life and being relatable. When you think of, well, personally, when I think of influencers that I genuinely feel influenced by, it's people that kind of do share quite a lot about their personal life. But but that that's kind of goes into what we always discuss, which is like a content creator versus an influencer. Yeah. Like there's people who create great content, but like influencers you follow because you're influenced by them, their lives, like mm-hmm. they're a personality. You feel like you know them, they're a friend. So it kind of comes with it. Yeah. So I suppose it is kind of about making the decision whether you want to be an influencer or if you want to be a content creator. But I mean, in terms of safety, I think you just have to be careful. I'd say one thing I think it's important to highlight is, and this is difficult when you're staying somewhere. So see if you've got like a Mm -hmm. gifted hotel stay or if you're at like an event or whatever. What I would say is if you're going to post about your location, wait until you've left yeah i was literally about to say that because most places like that anyways they ask you in advance when you're going to post the content Mm -hmm. so we always say after we've left the area because i have seen things of influencers saying that they're staying at a certain hotel while they're traveling and have had people show up to the hotel oh do you know did that not happen to love island like luca and Gemma quite recently they put up that they were staying in what was the hotel called it was one in manchester and all these paparazzi obviously because they just all turned up i mean that's (laughs) on a large scale right see if you're an influencer that has even like five thousand followers right there could still be creepy people out there oh yeah there's gonna stop you could have a hundred followers and there's still probably one creep on your instagram like yeah you can never be too cautious when it comes Mm -hmm. to your safety especially as a woman yeah so like there's things you can do about safety like for example if you want to be an influencer in edinburgh you're obviously going to use location tags for Edinburgh. Mm-hmm. But like any stories, I mean, personally, 99% of the stories that I post, if I've posted that I'm at a coffee shop mm-hmm. or a cafe or a hotel or out and about, they're posted when I'm at home in bed. You know what's quite nice about that as well, though, is that it kind of allows you to live in the moment. Yeah. I mean, it stops you from like sitting on your phone and like making your story all aesthetically pleasing mm-hmm. whilst you're there. So, I mean, yeah, I think that's something that we should all kind of... Get into the habit get of. Get into the habit of, yeah. yeah like, because... take a photo, put your phone down. Yeah, and then do it later. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a good idea, to be honest. Yeah, but it's also, like, there are a few girls I know who, like, mm-hmm. go to the same spots to, like, shoot their content yeah. or bars and cafes and stuff like that, but they don't actually tag the place. Yeah, because there's been multiple times where I've sent... Even where it's places in Edinburgh, yeah. I know it's in Edinburgh. I'm like, guys, where, where is this? this? Yeah, it's so cute. Yeah. 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 You know, something that I always notice that really freaks me out, when people post the gyms that they go to, they t- yeah. that, I'm like, guys, you, if you're there multiple times a week, and if you're like there every morning at 7am before your work, and you're, you're geotagging your gym, or even like, I mean, fair enough, people are probably going to realise if they know mm-hmm. the gym, they're going to realise anyway. Yeah. But personally, that doesn't sit right with me. I mean, I think there's 
if you're gonna be posting on social media these things are gonna happen where people are gonna obviously realize yeah where you are and i feel like you know what that's just one of these things but i but it does freak me out when people like tag their gym or like well like even when... their work building if it's like tagged mm. their like actual like office oh and then you're like people know you're there like every day or like three times a week at least and it, oh it just doesn't sit right with me yeah i guess so but i'm i am i am quite conscious of that I yeah it's not everyone is that <laughs> insane yeah you'll never be too conscious never be too safety. careful yeah. but i mean yeah maybe it is a bit extreme but um, what was the other part of the question i feel like i kind of went off there just like other people's comments judgments okay. about being an influencer i mean we kind of touched on it in the, the, the first episode mm-hmm. jealousy and you know what mm-hmm. other people think of you is none of your business and how there's all there literally everyone is there's always going to be some person that has a negative comment about mm-hmm. what you do and you just got to get on with it <laughs> i know i think the thing is as well like sometimes you just got to think if people are talking about you you're doing something you're doing something that they're noticing that's yeah or people are talking about because they actually probably think it's quite cool and they're a bit jealous there's no such thing as bad publicity yeah like at the end of the day if someone's talking about you they're giving you mm-hmm. that attention whether it's positive or negative, it doesn't matter. People are talking about you. Yeah, that's true. I think that especially, this is something... How? When did you move to Scotland out of interest? Like, when I was 10, 11. Right. Okay, well, I suppose that is sort of the age. Because I feel like in Scotland, there is such a, like, thing where people can't... Like, people are kind of... I was going to say, like, ridiculed for wanting to do something a bit different. I think that's everywhere, not even just Scotland. Like, when you get to your... 12th birthday Mm -hmm. it's almost like you were fucking in the battlegrounds of having to navigate your own individuality Mm -hmm. if you do something different that the others around you don't seem Mm -hmm. cool or find Mm -hmm. as exciting as you do then you're pretty much bullied (laughs) like and you that you sort you're sort of forced to grow a tough skin yeah which isn't always a bad thing it's obviously horrible but the reason i said that is because I was listening to Lewis Capaldi's podcast with Stephen mm. Bartlett, which you Diary should listen to. I was actually crying in my car. In fact, that was the day I saw you. It was your birthday. Yeah. Um, so he, like Lewis Capaldi, he was basically saying like the way that him and like the way that he grew up, it was like people actually gave each other pelters and like he was giving examples and Stephen Bartlett was like, that is insane to me that people would speak to each other in that way. I guess, yeah, like to be fair, I think in Australia, mm-hmm. more of the stuff is spoken about behind your back rather right. than to your face. Whereas in Here Scotland, in Scotland, like, people are straight up like, <laughs> yeah, like people face. will say that to your face. But yeah, no, I don't know. I mean... Yeah, people are always going to talk shit, but I think if it's something that you really want to do, it's not something that you should just accept. That's not what I'm saying, because mm-hmm. it's obviously, it's not something that should just, like, come with the job. Yeah. You shouldn't just be like, oh, I, this is expected because this is my job. Yeah. But at the same time, it's, it, it's just going to Any like... type of job where you're putting yourself in the spotlight mm-hmm. and having attention on you yeah. is going to bring comments not everybody thinks the same and feels the same people have different beliefs and morals and like what you think is completely fine and normal to do someone else might find is unacceptable so when you're literally sharing your whole life Mm. online obviously people are going to have disagreements and judgments on what you're showing whether it's the reality or not that's just like you can't escape from that see like obviously in terms like jealousy see for example if we're talking about 
purely like females here mm-hmm. i think a lot of the time if you are a successful pretty female yep again i'm gonna say like in scotland i don't mean to slag our people <laughs> but like i do feel like there is a lot of negativity if you're yeah. successful and if you're a good looking person mm-hmm. it's just jealousy it's just jealousy but it's it's a difficult thing because you like it's the same way as when you're younger and like your parents be like oh they're just doing because they're jealous or, mm-hmm. they're doing it because they actually like you and all oh, this God. stuff it's actually true but it's it is still brutal at the same time i mean that's kind of all we can really say on that is that shit's gonna happen <laughs> yeah like, also like i think whether you post your life online or not you're probably gonna have people judging you anyways and so making comments so you just don't know about it yeah. because you've got a much smaller audience. Yeah, it's that way where it's like, you're damned if you do and yeah. damned if you don't. Yep. Okay, number two. I think this is a pretty interesting one. Um, someone just sent in a message saying, I'm finding it really hard to get a job in the industry with no experience, even though I have a relevant degree. I've been offered unpaid internships, but I'm not sure whether to take it or not. Like, relevant degree, if we're talking about, like, talent management, I'm obviously thinking of something to do with, like, social media, marketing, business, anything like that. I personally would say that it's near impossible to find a job without experience, Mm -hmm. and most places that require you to not have experience are only offering unpaid internships, but fun fact, unpaid internships in Scotland are illegal. 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 It is against the law. The only time that you can do it is if it's part of your course for like placements in exchange for credits or if you're volunteering for a charity there you go so if someone in scotland is advertising an unpaid internship it is illegal or even if they're not advertising it but once you kind of get through the process they're like yeah this is an unpaid position it can be tempting to take it because you're desperate for the experience but i would go recommend going down the route of creating your own experience rather than yes like going and doing someone else's work because yeah if i actually wasn't doing social media i took take a step back how many of my friends from school or friends around me do social media or Mm -hmm. have friends of friends who do social media like you could definitely use the power of word of mouth yeah and like work alongside local businesses like if one of your friends has started up a lockdown project or one of your friends is trying to get into influencing Mm -hmm. you can just work with them to build up your own experience and portfolio so when you're applying to these jobs you've got examples of previous work Mm. doesn't have to be under a fancy agency or not yeah see that's the thing okay i feel like i have quite a lot to say on this firstly if we're talking about gaining your own experience i feel like the most valuable thing that I did was doing it yourself was doing it myself because what I basically did was in lockdown I started up my own brand I'm not telling you all to go and start a full-blown clothing brand business but during lockdown I started my own brand and because of the brand I obviously I was reaching out to influencers to send them parcels you know to get them to post about it and things like that so these were people that it was mainly friends and friends of fe- friends that had a following. Yeah. But I kind of got that experience of reaching out, emails, DMs, kind of even like scheduling content with them and things like that. And then when I went to apply for things, so I did do an unpaid internship. Same. Um, which turned into a job. Mm-hmm. But what I would say on that, I don't regret doing the unpaid internship, which 
even though we're advising against, against it, it. Yes. I don't regret doing it. Mm-hmm. But I think that there is something really upsetting in someone directly benefiting financially yeah. off of your work. Yeah. If that makes sense. I also feel like if you're doing an unpaid internship, you're hoping that at the end you will get a, a job. job. Like, you're lucky you got a job at yeah. the end of it. Yeah. It's a tricky one to navigate, you know? I thought that I didn't have any experience. So I took the internships to try and gain experience. But I had five years of social media managing under my belt for myself. Like, See, I... Yeah, that's... I had just... done it for myself. I had been negotiating paid deals, collabs, working with brands for five years before that. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't just been doing it for myself. I'd been doing it for my friends right, and my yeah. sister and stuff. So yeah. I still thought that wasn't enough. And it took me joining like an official work place mm-hmm. in a professional setting where I thought that I would learn more mm-hmm. where in fact I didn't like I already yeah. knew everything and was helping to build additional resources and stuff so yeah I was like I actually have all the experience and I should be getting paid for this yeah and I think what I would say is that when you are applying to actual jobs it's not necessarily that they're looking for experience working with another company yeah if you're able to explain like things that you have done that do actually count as experience that you have done yourself i mean i'm not saying you're gonna go straight into like a social media (laughs) manager role but if you're if you're you know applying to be like an assistant or something like you'd be surprised at what experience you actually either might already have or that you can gain off your own back because the other thing is these internships are really competitive yeah they are really competitive even the unpaid ones and i think especially because there's not always a lot there's barely any like the industry itself is so competitive because there's almost no jobs like going ever and if there are you need to have loads of experience like most actual digital manager marketing jobs Mm -hmm you need a few years of experience because they're not entry-level assistant jobs. Mm -hmm. And the reason that they don't, you don't really see too much advertised for that is because there's so few to come by. All the jobs are pretty much filled. So you gotta be on the ball when you're like trying to find it. Like I think I had my LinkedIn and Indeed notifications on. I've had people messaging me, asking me for recommendations for jobs, but just because I'm in the industry, I might know of something going. Well, this is the thing, right? I'd say for this person who has written in here and is explaining this, the advice that I would give them, they have that degree under their belt. That's great, right? That's great. And that actually gives you like an advantage over some other people who are maybe don't have a degree and don't have any experience. Yeah. I was about to say like, I would say that experience is way more valuable than a degree in this industry. Yeah. Because so many little jobs will actually give you the training or teach you how to do it. Like, you kind of just get chucked into it and you either sink or swim. So, like, experience over everything, Mm -hmm. but you can create the experience yourself. Yeah. So, this person, in this instance, does have the degree. So, I'm thinking, what can they do? Well, you can use, like, projects and uni Mm -hmm. work and, like, things you've done. Because if you've done a business or a digital marketing degree... Mm -hmm you will probably have some portfolio of work you can use yeah for sure. and then while you're looking for a job try and like do things yourself have you done social media for yourself have yeah. you emailed brands have you negotiated there's so much stuff on tiktok too that helps you like yeah. if you've done content creation before even if it's just for yourself uh-huh. you can put that on your cv what i would say to this person first of all i feel like i'm gonna really give the basics here and things mm-hmm. that it's sort of like uh, the yeah linkedin make yourself a linkedin profile make it 
appealing right yeah if you're going to go and work in you know a cre- the creative industry a creative industry or social media make sure that it is creative creative and the same with your cv make sure it's creative get a hang of canva especially and if you have photoshop knowledge even better yeah i used in design and photoshop so that's because i had yeah. a graphic design degree canva only recently discovered this year brilliant invention honestly you've only discovered that this year because yeah. you were using oh, i was okay. using a photoshop and indesign and stuff right and canva well, i've got annoyed at it at the beginning because i was like god this is just like pre-made templates and it's it's almost well, too easy that, but it's yeah. not to be fair like i've been hiring it in the past before myself mm-hmm. and i've seen like five different applicants use the exact same canva template right but then yeah. there's been other people who i'm like wow this is amazing and they're like i use canva and it's i know it's not a template like yeah they've just used elements from it so yeah yeah like there's a way about using things yeah and making yourself stand out and not just like copying and pasting yeah. stuff i think as well and i i would say and if you want to get into this industry having your own you know social media profile is so is helpful yeah. yeah and i don't mean like i mean an active social media profile only because i'm saying this because see in terms of contacts yeah going to being invited to events and things like that it does really help especially like i personally would say like in scotland like especially if i've gone to events and there's been people that have kind of messaged me after saying you know would love to keep working alongside you or would love to work alongside you in the future like people Mm -hmm. that i've met so if you can kind of like i'm not saying go and become an influencer yourself if you have no interest in it but like almost use instagram as your own creative cv yeah like to brand yourself Mm -hmm. and like show potential clients and Mm -hmm. employers like who you are and what you do so like if i look on your instagram and you're applying for social media content creator job and your whole thing is to like take photos Mm -hmm. if i go on instagram and you haven't posted a photo in like three years but also they're like really snapchat filters like yeah not great photography Mm -hmm. i don't know if i can trust yeah like what you're saying but if i go onto your instagram and you take great pictures and even if it's just photos of like you and your friends and like mm-hmm. you've got a little reel of you on holiday i'm like oh yeah. she can yeah. edit a video together to make a reel yeah. like they can take photos at a good angle it's not blurry like yeah. it's not over edited if you're not posting regularly or interacting regularly on social media i'm kind of like do you know what's going on in the yeah. world of social media do you yeah. keep up to date yeah that's so if you're so actively posting regardless of what what it is you that is sort of your own mm-hmm. visual cv yeah or portfolio, and yeah portfolio yeah. a way to get to know you a bit better and uh, sure. get an insight into yeah. what you can do and i think like especially the area that you're in if you're active on instagram and you can see places other people are going mm-hmm. things other people with like similar interests are doing to you you know go to those places and do those things i was listening to a podcast on the way here that was basically talking about you know you've got to put yourself in situations put yourself in places where there's similar people that you want to connect with yeah i think that because there's so many influencers or local like content creators now either your friend or someone who's a friend of a friend knows someone knows someone who will be kind of in the industry as as like a just a an influencer or a content mm-hmm. creator you know just try and make those connections it's... there are also so many different like 
marketing and networking experience as an opportunity yeah so i know the scottish fashion association oh, yeah recently launched here mm-hmm. but they're doing a lot of stuff aco- across edinburgh and glasgow from yeah. like open castings and events fashion and pr shows, and stuff yeah. and creatives in the industry can buy memberships mm-hmm. from there but also if you're just like following social medias of the brands and places and organizations that you like they're going to be sharing what they're doing and yeah they had like free model castings and they're doing a a runway fashion show now yeah and if like the stuff like that it's great to jump on if you're trying to get in because then you're meeting other people in the industry and it's just by putting yourself in a situation yeah just like you were saying yeah exactly so see for example if we use them as an example the mm-hmm. scottish fashion association so say you're like okay i'm gonna go to this fashion show even if you have to buy a ticket even if you go with your other friend that might not be as interested as you if you just yeah. get yourself there the chances of you sitting beside someone who's gonna have the same interests just you know really go for it Do yeah. you know what i mean put yourself in those situations like we were saying and also kind of if you can connect with people online as well just in the way that you know you can say oh like i really like what you're doing here like oh i, I really without being a, a weirdo yeah like, don't be afraid <laughs> like, to slide into people's dms because the amount of people like i'm pretty sure i met one of the girls i managed sell summer through mm. instagram she followed crazy. me mm. and i was like her confidence is cool i think she had like a thousand followers at the time followed her back and then just randomly would pop up on each other's instagram stories mm. and dms and that was it i've got other friends who've literally just messaged me being like well i, I literally slid into your dms either you did yeah to, to <laughs> ask you about your well, previous example. job yeah that like, is a total example just like make conversation try and reach out to people and someone's probably going to come back i think if this isn't something that you're used to doing just not even in terms of you know a career if it's in terms of like just friendships if you're kind of someone that is maybe a bit of an introvert doesn't really like to be a conversation starter doesn't like to you know reach out to people as such if you can learn how to just like kind of put it to the back of your mind i think some people might be scared to kind of do that in case you're like oh this person's gonna think i'm weird i mean you did kind of think like oh shit did i yeah. do this but i mean i am actually an introvert i am not an extrovert at all really which is very surprising people but yeah. i'm a i'm just very i like to keep to myself I, i'm i get very nervous i have anxiety like i don't really like speaking to new people i assume that everyone hates me you know what's so funny the way me is and i've noticed this like i've observed this when we're meeting new people right this is what she does <laughs> so we will go in meet someone and then initially i will start speaking to them right and then you'll sit for like two minutes observing the situation and then you will just start talking that'll be you and yeah. you'll just continue speaking it's funny though but i only notice it because I'm your friend. Yeah. They won't think, like, nobody else will think anything weird of it, but I, it is, it is funny because you kind of observe situations before you. Yeah, because <laughs> you I, I, I almost kind of like, if I don't have to take the lead or be the first mm-hmm. one to start a conversation, I won't. But you often do end up taking the lead. Yes, but this is the thing. This is why, like, I'm more of an introvert because yeah. I'll sit back, get the general vibe, yeah. figure out where this I mean. is going. And then if I'm like, oh, yeah, this person is having a chat whatever i've got something to say i'll jump in and then once i start talking you can't get me to shut up yeah, like i could go on and on and on and especially if someone's given it to me back i just love to to talk right. but for me to initially yeah open up and talk to you that's where my introverted side is i'm a bit right. like i don't know if i should just stand here i don't know if i should speak like right. if it's if it's someone that you already know i'm a bit like that's their friend they're just speaking right. if it's someone that you don't know i'm like oh my god like 
maybe they're feeling the same way right, that I, I am. You. Maybe I need to just like, 101 thoughts go through my head while I'm standing there. So you know that my brain's currently like in alarm, panic mode while I'm just standing there for two minutes trying to figure out how to you know what I navigate. Do? And I don't know if this is a bit weird, but it's something that I think is like an anxiety thing I've just trained myself to do. Mm-hmm. If I know I'm going to be seeing someone, meeting someone, someone I haven't before or someone I haven't seen in a while, what I do, and it's totally subconscious, before I go and meet them, I think of like multiple different t- starting talking points in yeah. my head. Like I I do that a lot. And I, I research the person. Oh yeah. No, I mean, you want to find oh, like yeah. common ground and something that you can yeah. like, talk to them about. But I always try to say something positive to people when I meet them. Like I always try yeah. to give them a compliment, not being like, I go up to every girl. I'm like, oh my God, I love your skirt. Mm-hmm. Like Regine John mean girls if i'm like wow i love that person's outfit mm-hmm. that's probably gonna be the first thing i say to them because yeah, it sort of makes them feel good more comfortable yeah, yeah it makes them feel a bit more comfortable and then the conversation will naturally flow from there because yeah. then you start discussing certain interests or yeah. if someone has like a lot of tattoos i also have tattoos and love tattoos yeah. so i'll bring that up and we'll start yeah. talking about that and that sort of helps me to yeah, make sense. navigate it in more of a natural way yeah something that i do it's similar to that but usually before I meet someone especially if it's in like a more of a in a career setting rather than social if I I probably will be looking at their Instagram or their business's website beforehand or if it's like an influencer I'm meeting obviously I'll have been I've looked at their account beforehand or whatever Mm -hmm. and I'll think oh I really like that reel that they did and then when I see them I'm like oh my god like that reel that you did was really nice and really cool or wow that did really well like yeah that brand must love you Mm -hmm. now do you know what I mean like those kind of things it's like some people almost are maybe anxious and think that you if it, especially if it's a group of people they might yeah. be like oh they're not that interested in, in talking to me yeah or yeah but it's nice to compliment you know there's nothing worse than meeting someone mm-hmm. or planning a meeting with someone fair enough i get some people are busy right and won't have that same yeah. thought to do that as us but <laughs> see when you meet someone and you just you just know that they have absolutely no idea yep. what you do yep or what do you know what I mean and it's actually uncomfortable because it's like why are you here meeting me if you have no idea yeah. what is what I'm doing but this is I feel like I experienced that more when I was applying for jobs maybe when like because that way I'm like I've written this in my cv like yeah. <laughs> they're obviously gonna ask you like questions about yourself that's what I mean but it's like if they've not, not even taken the time to like yeah. look at your cv or yeah. know your name then like yeah, what's the point like of you even being there they just bad vibes from yeah the start. yeah red flag so yeah we could obviously talk about this for hours and hours yeah. this is just as we've said so many things lead into other things and they all cross over and yeah all that so we could do a whole bloody another podcast episode on this mm-hmm. but we'll move on to the th- third question yeah because i feel like that we've said quite a bit about that yeah I don't know if any of this is even good advice. You guys are just listening to us ramble. <laughs> <I know. laughs> yeah. All right. Question three. This is a good one. Okay. I really want to work with my dream brand. I'm just going to okay. say dream brand instead of the brand they... Because they have named the brand. Yeah, they've named the brand, yeah. but I'm just going to say dream brand. Yeah. So I really want to work with my dream brand, but they have said they have no budget and I don't work for free. So I really want to build a long-term relationship, but I don't want to do unpaid work. Fair enough especially if they will continue to expect it what should I do I think this is like everyone in the industry if you're from a manager side or a talent side you all expect this like this is so normal and Mm -hmm. comes up because you know it's one of the brands that you would love to work with so you're more likely to do free work just to work with them 
but I like the part where it says I want to build a long-term relationship and I don't want to do unpaid work if they will continue to expect it. Yeah. Because I think there's nothing wrong with doing work for free or gifted work if you're getting something of value back. Whereas if a brand is just demanding you to do X, Y, and Z Mm -hmm. for free stuff, that's a red flag. Yeah. And especially if they don't progress into any paid work but still want you to continue to do that. Some brands will be like, I want a TikTok and it needs to be in this format and I want three stories with a swipe up and I want like a grid post with this have to be in the caption and mention this. That That's like you're paying, you need to pay for that. That's specifics. That's, that is a full-blown advert. That's not yep. natural. That is in, not, yeah. Like gifting. But if yeah. someone sends me products or clothing or something and I wear it and I love it and then I post about it in tag, and then they're like, oh, we saw that. We love that. Mm-hmm. Can we repost that? Yeah. can go into this in the whole rates episode. But mm-hmm. if you can say, yeah, for a fee or mm-hmm. if you're happy for them to repost to get that exposure. exposure. <laughs> hate that word. Then, yeah, then they set up another collab and then they're yeah. like, hey, we actually have this campaign. We thought of you. Yeah. It's paid. Yeah. That's, that's the ideal, like, Situation, scenario if yeah. you're starting out with gifting. But how would you approach it? Well, I've been in situations like this before especially if someone that i'm managing is growing quite quickly yeah and you're kind of thinking like i don't really feel like they should be doing work for For free free. with this brand yeah but then you know that this brand does have a budget yeah i what i would say is and i this has been successful for me in previous situations and it's kind of what you've just said but what i would say is i would maybe work with them on a gifted basis yeah. I just mean like say it's a brand that's going to gift you each month like a certain amount of Like do it for one or two months. Yeah, do it for a couple of months. Try it out. And then go, we're not taking any gifted work just now. If you want to work with Holly, I'm mm-hmm. just going to use Holly as an example. If you want to work with Holly, you would need to like pay mm-hmm. this, yeah. right? You said if a brand says that they can't pay even if you know they have budget right how would you know if they have budget because like obviously we know yeah sort of what brands pay and don't pay and how campaigns run but if someone's listening to this right now how would you even figure out or know if a brand has budget okay so uh, there's two things i would kind of say to this so obviously one having a manager does really help because they often know know if a brand has budget there's some brands that will always have a budget yeah yeah, so i think that is a positive of having a manager Mm mm-hmm if you don't have a manager and you don't have anyone you can ask oh god that is a hard one because i've never really been in that situation because like i think the most obvious way to figure out if a brand has budget or not is by the size of the brand but that's actually not not necessarily the case yeah so like obviously a brand like mcdonald's can probably afford to pay you over Mm -hmm. a small local business yeah but yeah there are brands who for example naked yeah they only work on a gifted basis unless you're doing a full-blown edit with them i assume (laughs) yeah every single person from a thousand followers to a hundred and fifty thousand followers yeah only does gifted work with Mm -hmm. them and they work through places like brand ambassador and like affiliate links Mm -hmm. so like the money you would make from those collabs are just from affiliate links and they wouldn't work with you again unless you could bring in guaranteed like 20 sales it's insane if a brand says like we don't do any paid collabs at all you can literally ask them i've I've had brands come back being like sorry we don't actually do any paid collabs right and then you're like okay then you can judge whether or not you want to continue working with them or not because they've told you they will never do any paid collabs others will go we don't have budget right now yeah 
that's how I figure out who okay. has money or who doesn't. That makes sense, yeah. Because it, just ask. Right. They will literally tell you. Will you have budget next month? Could we book something in for November yeah. then? It, and then it opens up the conversation. <laughs> yeah. But also, if you're unsure if a brand pays, look at who they've done other collabs with. Yeah, that's right. Because with the ASA, you have to disclose your ads. So mm-hmm. you have to say if it's a paid ad. Right. So if you go on Instagram and you see paid partnership mm-hmm. yeah. and see paid, you know that they've done paid work. Yeah. Now, sometimes people use that for gifting, Yeah. which is confusing Yeah. and not very helpful, but yeah. Instagram makes you do that sometimes. But you can see if, like, you've seen five different paid ads that this brand has done, mm-hmm. you know that they have budget. Mm-hmm. So then ask them, do you have budget? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm working on paid partnerships right now. And if they go, yeah, we can pay you. We can pay you X amount or no, we don't have any paid collaborations um, at the moment. Mm-hmm. Still, email back. Use that as a to get a way to get your foot in the door and let them know yeah. that you'd like to move forward on a paid basis. Yeah, yeah, and kind of like I said before, if they say we don't have any budget right now, mm-hmm. do you have budget to book something in for next month? Yep. Could we look at discussing next quarter? Or nobody's going to really work in quarters in that sense, but... I know... So many people I mean? are nervous to send emails like that back because yeah. they're afraid of rejection. Yeah. But like, what's the worst they're going to say? No. I know, true. Like, it's actually not as scary as you think it is. And if you ask a brand, they're not going to stop emailing you altogether. Yeah, no, like, that's true. they're not going to ghost you. No. I think as well, you know how you kind of said in the beginning, if you're getting something out of working with a brand, yeah. if it's gifted. So there's brands that we've worked, me and you have yeah. worked gifted, that we will get to go to events with them yeah for example plts we yeah. have festival so that's straight up an example yeah um and then like hotels we've had hotel collabs we've had dinner collabs yeah. various types of collabs but like for example a, a meal if i'm all dressed up to go out for a meal and they just are saying hey we'd love to invite you in for a meal if you just can do a story or a post yeah. and if you do then tag us yeah absolutely no worries yeah but if they come and then go hey we want to do a meal but we would like one reel focused on this specific menu yeah. with three story sets and then like we want four different images that we can use for our own yeah. content no you need to pay me for that because that's then yeah. becoming a full-on service yeah. whereas if it's just like an, an exchange you can stay in our hotel yeah if you uh can share about the experience on your social yeah. media but they give you the creative freedom to do yeah. it how you like. It's all about the creative freedom. Yeah, so and be, as someone yeah. who posts their life online anyways, mm-hmm. you're going to do that wherever you yeah. stay. So I always say gifting with no obligation to post. Yeah. That's what I accept and like my girls will accept. Because if you want to, if they want to try out products, nine times out of ten and they, they love it, they're going to post it on the stories yeah. and share it a bit anyways. But if you come with like a specific set, it needs to be posted by this date and we need approval yeah. of this and that. No, that's not worth it. Yeah. Do you want me to give an unpopular opinion? Oh, yeah. We I feel love like this an, unpopular is an unpopular opinion. opinion, right? I don't particularly like when influencers reach out to small, like, local businesses, like a restaurant, to work with them, right? Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I can see why someone would do that if they have been doing other gifted work or paid work with other people. But sometimes it doesn't sit right with me. It depends on how you go about it. Because yeah. as someone who's run a small business, mm-hmm. I have had people reach out. Right. And for the clients that yeah. I do social media for, yeah. I have had influencers reach out for work. Yeah. And 
half of the time it saves me extra work and effort yeah see that is if the they send thing. a thoughtful message yeah hey i love your brand i've bought yeah. from you before like yeah i'm always in your store yeah um like if you want to do anything um i'd love to work together in some way yeah. if it's genuine mm-hmm. that's fine but if you are copying and pasting, hi, I'm this creator, I create X, Y, and Z content, here's my links, would love to collab. Yeah. That's fine for like a general brand. But yeah. Why, why, that, that's more business. Like you're not putting any thought or effort yeah. or nothing. Because the thing that doesn't sit right with me, if it's a small local business, is if you can afford to go in there and pay anyway. Yeah. You should be doing that. Then you should be doing that and you should be posting it because you want to help. Yeah. a local business i'm not meaning if they've reached out to you if they've if they've yeah, decided they're gonna different. do like a, a social strategy and they're gonna then you know yeah but i don't know does that do you know what i mean no i do know so i think it depends context is important context and also you know what the other thing is if you have ever done this and you're feeling guilty about it don't <laughs> don't feel guilty yeah, everyone is guilty of doing that to an extent oh yeah on the contrast some people are scared to even message big email big brands and yeah. be like i want to work with you and i'm like yeah Guys. some people don't have enough confidence in themselves yeah. to to reach out to brands other people have too much confidence yeah <laughs> the other thing i would say and i feel like i'm giving so many contrasting statements here if you don't ask you'll never know my number one motto that i tell everyone i meet is if you don't ask you don't get yeah so and there's you know, no situation what's the worst they can do so. they can say no <laughs> Yeah. you're not going to be blacklisted you're never going to talk to you again no, never going to work again it, it might not even be a no it might be a just a not now yeah don't ask you don't get and also follow up Je- it's chase. fine to send another email if a brand says no to you now but then say in six weeks time you've you gained six quite a weeks. few i wait two weeks <laughs> sometimes no. i've emailed twice in a day do you know what i mean though like it's yeah. like if it's that way where it's like you've just because they've said no once doesn't mean they're going to say yeah, it again. And also, if one person from the brand has said no, doesn't mean another person from the brand are going to say oh no. Oh my God, the amount of times I've emailed like two contacts I have for the same brand yeah. and one person has come back being like, so we don't have any collabs right now and the other person's come back. Hey, yeah, we have this paid club. Yeah, <laughs> like, I can I put know. them forward to you and I'm like, great. I know, again, I feel like this is, I'm not saying everyone should have a manager, but the positive of having a manager is yeah. like you have someone to guide you around these situations yeah and also someone to tell you when you're taking fucking piss yeah but <laughs> that, I mean? that, that's what we're here for with this uh, podcast <laughs> yeah that's true we are your fairy god talent managers yeah fairy god mothers yeah should we roll on to the final yeah. one because again we could keep talking for hours my friend is copying my instagram photos and i don't know what to do i've been friends with this girl since i was 14 and we were really close the last year I noticed she started to copy my style, question mark. She always just used to jump on trends, whereas I had more of my own recognisable and individual style. Last year, I dyed my hair and a week later she had the exact same hair mm-hmm. done. Then she started full on recreating outfits I had worn and posted. Now she is copying my social media posts and not just in a way where it was inspired by, but copying everything from the outfit, location, hairstyle, accessories, even down to the pose. Oh. How do I tell her I find it weird without upsetting her and ruining our friendship? This is an interesting one. Right. Well, first of all, there is an element of it that's a compliment. Yeah. What Imitation is the most sincere form of flattery. Right. Yeah, I think that's right then. I think that's it. That is right. Ultimately... It's nice that she thinks that what you're doing is great. Yeah, like obviously she's looking at that and being like, wow, I, I want to do that. I want to be like that. I want to do that. 
mm-hmm. obviously they really like what you're doing and the look you have and mm-hmm. what you're posting and they are just trying to recreate that themselves mm. on the other hand it's so annoying i think almost every yeah. girl has had this happen to her at one point or another with people literally copying yeah. like I've, I've taken photos and stuff where i've gone that's so cool that's a great mm-hmm. shot and then, like, someone else two seconds later, oh, my God, that's great. I'm going to do that. And then I have to take their photo. That's the exact thing. Yeah, that's... And that's, that's absolutely fine. Like, I personally don't care. Yeah. But if it's to a point where, as I was talking to Eve about earlier, the whole Nessa Barrett, Kendall Monroe situation, if you don't know what that is, look it up on TikTok. I didn't know about that this. That is scary. For anyone who has no idea what this is and isn't going to look it up, it's basically a very big TikToker has had this girl for over a year copy her posts exactly recreate from like the same outfits to the same oh, hair yeah. to the same like literally posting exact same and people have posted on tiktok like side by side comparisons yeah recreating the exact same videos wearing the same green dress lip singing the same songs like it is scary it's yeah. almost like stalker vibes yeah no hate <laughs> but like that's just that makes you feel uncomfortable because sure. it's like you're not even just like inspired by someone because mm-hmm. I have so many photos in my phone inspired by this. That's a great way to style an outfit. I want to recreate that, or mm-hmm. I love that photo. I want to take a photo outside like that, but I'm not going to go and copy it down to the pose and the hairstyle and the everything. You know, that one thing I wanted to kind of touch on here is this person actually did say that they have a very different style yeah, to the normal um, trends. Yeah, because this is what came into my head when I first read that. For example. My friend Sophie has ultra mini Ugg boots, and then I got ultra mini Ugg boots. But that's it's not, not like you... that. It's not a trend. Yeah, like it's she, like they yeah. specifically said her friend always jumped on trends, which mm. would be something like Ugg boots, like uh-huh. Crocs. Really? I just bought a pair of Crocs, and I got Cami a pair of Crocs. My sister's had Crocs for years. It doesn't mean I'm copying her. Like, yeah, exactly. It, Crocs are cool now, guys. But she said that she has her very own distinguished style. style. Right, yeah. God, how I mean, if they've that? been your friend, I don't know how old you are right now because it just is since 14. Well, but, I'm thinking how old are they? Yeah, I, it, it does seem quite young. I don't know how old this person is. Yeah. But regardless, I'm thinking about when I was around that age and in school situations like that happening. And if you don't say anything, it's going to keep happening. Yeah. It's going to be uncomfortable. Like, there's I no way to address it without it being uncomfortable for both parties. I know, and she probably will take it. Yeah, don't text, don't message. I would do it in person because so much gets... Like, people have yeah. been taking screenshots and being like... Oh, God, yeah. yeah like, well, this is the thing. This is what I was going to say because especially with people that I've known or I'm very comfortable with, people mm-hmm. I've known for a long time, for example, with my school friends, right? Yeah. I think people would be uncomfortable with the way that we speak to each other. I would be like what the fuck bro yeah and like, like you know i'm out on it because you're yeah. comfortable and secure with your relationship but also like kind of make a joke out of it is probably what i would do yeah but also they said that their friend usually just jumps on trends and stuff but doesn't anymore yeah but that trend could be just copying you they right. might move on to someone else as quickly as they do that's with true trends. so it could change i wonder how long it's been going on for yeah so you could hold out and not say anything mm-hmm. but I would talk to her in person. Yeah. I would not do it over text. I mean, at the end of the day, if they're going to stop being your friend because of that, at least they'll stop dressing like you. <laughs> Obviously, you weren't a great enemy. friend to begin with, but... Yeah. Maybe they'll become an enemy and they'll start <laughs> copying every single thing you do, like that Nessa girl and the other Kendall. 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 Kendall's the one that copied. Guys, seriously look that up. Please look I it up on TikTok. <laughs> we are going to go and have some dinner now. Yeah, I need a big fat pizza and a Diet Coke. 
I don't know what I want. We'll see. I'll probably both get a pizza. But we will... Yeah, we'll speak to you in the next episode. Which is... We're going to record right now, but... Yeah, that's all going to be about how to get started as an influencer. Which is exciting. I'll yeah. speak about there. This but is what you've all been waiting for. Yeah, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. As Emmy said in the beginning, make sure that you rate. Yes, give us five stars yes. and leave a review. Yeah. Let us know what you think. For sure. But only if it's nice. I know. And please share with your friends on Instagram. So put a little story up. Yeah, and make sure you tag us. Yeah, so and we share it. Let us know what you're doing whilst you're listening to the podcast what is what do you when do you mainly listen to podcasts amy when i'm cooking or in the shower okay in the shower how long does your showers last no but like i'll start it okay. while i'm getting ready to have a shower uh, then i'll have a shower then i'll get out do my skincare right. and all that then i'll go and make food like okay. when i'm just going about doing my daily routine mm-hmm. that doesn't involve work okay for me car. i i listen in the car yep because it takes me to drive places and I listen before I go to sleep, but I have specific podcasters that I listen in the car. So Sophie and Chinsia, I'll listen in the car. Olivia Neal, I'll listen in the car. Emma Chamberlain, whilst I'm going to sleep. Interesting. <laughs> okay. Let's let's end this. Yeah. We'll see you guys in the next episode. See ya. Bye. Bye.